This is Blockbuster Film School Office Hours. Blockbuster Film School Office Hours. It's Blockbuster Film School Office Hours. Office Hours. Office Hours. Hey everybody, it's Blockbuster Film School, and we know that you have been quarantined because you have Wolfman disease. Now, while you have Wolfman disease and you're not allowed to leave the the house, we have decided that we're going to give you something called The Office Hours here at Blockbuster Film School, where me and your favorite co-host, Nicholas Souter, Howl at the Moon, Howl at the Moon, and me, Alex Bonner, your lesser, but somehow secretly, weirdly superior professor, give you a couple of tips, streaming services, and what movies to watch. There's a bunch of streaming services. You're trapped in the house. What to watch. And you know you need Blockbuster Film School's help. So we're going to give you some tips. The Office Hours this time is Netflix. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds so European. I know. What's their algorithm? How do they make money? What's happening? Do the Stranger Kids actually have those powers? And they don't even have to have special effects? I read on Mm. Reddit that those aren't even children. They're little people. (laughs) That's very possible. They might just all be CGI. I know that Sabrina the Teenage Witch Woman is an actual witch. But we're not going into the TV show stuff. We're going into movies because this is the Blockbuster Film School. So we're going to give you five. It's not our top five. It is just five that we know for a damn sure fact are five movies you should be watching on Netflix. So, Nick, what is your first one? Not necessarily in order, but what's a Netflix movie that our students should be watching? So if anyone knows anything about me, Mm. it's that I love sports. That's true. (laughs) And you have that tramp stamp tattoo of your own face. Well, it didn't start off as my face. It was George Wendt. (laughs) But um, the tattoo artist and I disagreed on a lot of things that day. (laughs) I'm happy with the end result. Anyways. I like it. So It's sexy. um, It's good where your thong rides up. What are you saying? They're boy shorts. They're just (laughs) turned into. Anyways. (laughs) No one's coming back in this office. That's fair. So this is weird. Mm. The first two recommendations are both. Granted, very different. Okay. But they're both sports movies. Oh, really? Okay, well, let's. what's the first one? First one, actually, they're both basketball movies. And this one is sort of... Hoosiers. But when white guys play basketball. Opposite of that <laughs> is actually mostly, uh, I think there's a token white guy in this. <gasps> oh, interesting. Predominantly black film. I like uh, it. Amazing actors and shot really well. Nice. On a fucking iPhone. This is Steven Soderbergh's High Flying Bird. Hell yeah. It's a movie about a lockout and people, it's funny, huh? People mm. in a lockout <laughs> who can't get their money. Mm. Mm. But this movie. Timely? Timely. This movie, there's not one scene of basketball in it. Okay. Because <laughs> it's a lockout. This right. is just, this is an amazing dramatic piece with very comical moments in it. The acting is amazing. It was written by the guy who wrote Moonlight. Interesting. It's a I really, it's a really good movie. And it's only 90 minutes. It whizzes by. So Soderbergh keeps it tight. He does. He always does. Yeah. He always does. Dig it. Sweet, cool Steven Spoderberg movie. That's the way to go. Yeah. I don't have any sports movies on mine. Show's it. canceled. I'm, I'm out. out I'm out of here. I've had enough of this. I will say this. I'll just do a quick one. We just did, we did an awesome three-part episode on Mr. Martin Scorsese. And one of the crown jewels of his entire film career is the movie Goodfellas. 
The, Haven't heard of it. I know. Joe Pesci won. Best Supporting Actor. If we have a deep dive on it, check out our Martin Scorsese three-part episode, particularly the second part about the 90s. I'm not going to go too deep into it because we have an entire awesome thing about Martin Scorsese, but it is on Netflix. It is one of the greatest movies ever made. It's one of the most well-crafted movies ever made. It doesn't matter if you like crime movies or gangster movies or whatever you like, period pieces. It is just an amazing piece of cinema. And if you've got nothing going on and you've never seen it, or I'm just reminding you, if you are a nerd of Martin Scorsese, Goodfellas is on Netflix, okay? Yeah. So That's an event in itself. Do yourself a favor. What's another one? The other basketball movie. Mm. I want to preface this up front. This movie is dumb as fuck. <laughs> Space Jam. No. <laughs> I think it's on there, though. It is on there. It sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. And Michael Jordan, please don't beat me up. Please. You're still way stronger than me. He'll just show up and cry and tell you how much better he is than you. Just throw cash on me yeah. until I die. I'll let him do that. That's fine. That's the death uh, I wish. My second basketball movie is mm-hmm. the Will Ferrell Andre Benjamin, Ooh. also known as Andre 3000. That's and true. Woody Harrelson piece. That's true. His second basketball movie. Yeah, semi-pro. Semi-pro. It's I great. love this movie. The secret to all Will Ferrell movies back like 10 years ago. Mm. They're all about equality. Yeah. This movie, more than anything else, is about equality. It takes place in the 70s. It's about players and teams in the ABA yeah. trying to be as respected as the NBA. The Flint Tropics, a real team. The Flint Tropics. Yeah. So, yeah. I got to say, secretly, I think Cordry steals that entire movie as Rob Cordry is... Sort of apt to do sometimes. Yeah. He's not even in it that much, but. He's good. I think Andy Daly. Yes, Andy Daly. Andy Daly. Oh, Andy Daly also. Yes. Steal that movie. Also, there's so many good cameos and so much good. Just, I agree. That's a really fun movie. Also, the guy that played Rorschach. Yes. From uh, The Watchmen is in this. He has like three scenes (laughs) as Dukes, and it is absolutely amazing. I think that goes on our list particularly of if you're feeling down because of Wolfman disease, watch. Yeah. Watch, watch semi pro. You'll feel better. You'll feel better. Not <laughs> just, at least your life isn't that. I apologize for Michigan. I'll take space in the seventies. They still have clean water. <laughs> burn, burn on Flint, Michigan. Um, I didn't mean. <laughs> so here's another one on Netflix that also is fun. And it's a kind of a buddy. We were talking about this. It's not exactly a buddy cop comedy. It's a buddy adventure movie with your dad where you both had sex with the same Nazi lady. It's called Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Listen, if your dad ever gets shot by a Nazi, figure out a way to get the Holy Grail, get water in it, pour it on his chest. It will heal it. You will realize how hairy your dad is if he's Sean Connery, and it will blow your mind. I think that's the point of that movie. Yes. Um, She talks in her (laughs) shirt. (laughs) <laughs> you chose wisely. You get to watch a Nazi melt again. You Spielberg's get to watch favorite. You maybe get to watch the coolest boat chase scene in the history of cinema. It's a great movie. It's really fun. It's the return to form in my mind. Spielberg does this thing where he goes into lulls and then comes back and just annihilates. I'm waiting for him to do it again. I still believe in Steven Spielberg and his mastercraft that he is. We haven't done a Steven Spielberg eight parter, but we will at some point. But Last Crusade. I don't have that kind of time. Last, <laughs> just saying. Last Crusade. You're trapped in the house. You're trapped in your apartment. You're trapped in your storage space you live in. It's great. It's great. What's another one? So my movies, they're all sort of feel good, mm-hmm. except for this one. So I'm doing a um, feel good or some sort of sandwich. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. It's City of God. Yay. This movie is perfect. I don't know what Brazilian sandwiches they got. Uh, I Capoeira. think it's like a bin ma. 
<laughs> but City of God is another movie that takes place in the 70s so and 80s good. about the drugs mm. in Brazil. Yes. It is epic on a scale second to none. Honestly. I think it has a big influence on things like Narcos. Yes, and absolutely. the fact that it's slightly... It's got an element of like documentary, yeah. like element to it that it's based on real people and how it actually went down and really insanely well made at the time, the way that it was crafted and made. Yeah, it blew my mind. Yeah, it blew it's my mind. Super stylistic, super realistic. Also. Yes, yes. Strangely, it's a perfect blend of everything you want to see in the movie. As always, though, at the end, when they show the pictures of the real people, nowhere near as handsome as the people they have. Well, no, Blame. no one's watching that movie. <laughs> but, like, mind-blowingly yeah. so. Like, Wagner Mora kind of looks like Pablo Escobar, like a more handsome version of him. Yeah. This is not how it goes to see. No, no, no. no. <laughs> They're in, way more handsome. In the biography of my life, I'm going to be played by Steve Harrington. Ooh, I like that for you. I so like that I. a lot. Yes. It's the, only time, it's the last time I'll have hair. <laughs> I am going to go... A movie that I absolutely love. At the time, people didn't know exactly how to react to it. I saw it in the theater. It is up there on my favorite David Fincher movies of all time. It is long, but Zodiac is unbelievable. It is about the Zodiac killer and the killings in San Francisco. Not exactly feel good, but very spooky and very cool and some of that shit just sticks in your head. But at the same point, the performances out of... Dan, uh, Daniel, Jesus Christ. Robert Downey Jr. Daniel Craig. <laughs> Mysterio. Mysterio, the Hulk. It is amazing. It's unbelievable. Chloe 70. Chloe 70 is so good in it. I know, it's insane. She's so good in it. All the little character actors they have in it. It's... It's Philip Baker Hall. Oh my God, David Fincher, he really gets to do all of his weird stuff. He's in another one of his weird heights of power where he now is allowed to make a big opus and he makes Zodiac and it's so well-crafted. Whenever I show it to somebody who's never seen it, it just blows their mind. I've watched it many, many times. Please watch Zodiac. That it, is, uh, it's my sister's favorite movie. It's really good. It's a time killer too. It is like it's three hours two, long. Yeah, exactly. It's like three hours long, but it doesn't feel like it. And it's a big epic case and it makes you want to solve the case and it makes you follow all the pieces. And the brother from Drew Carey is weird in it. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. And check out. Also, mm. the thing with that is a great pick because once you're done watching the movie, you could very easily lose yourself on the internet search for like two hours. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Don't try to figure out who the Zodiac killer is. You won't. It's a giant rabbit hole. You'll just yell at your computer while you're high. Just one last thing about Zodiac. Yeah, dude. Um, shoot it. Ted Cruz, Zodiac killer. Now, oh, no, he was. Movie, that's true. Yeah, actually, yeah. we did solve So it. we know. Yeah. Just <laughs> Google the research. Don't try to. We know where Ted fucking we know Cruz is. is. Yeah. Anyways, my next movie mm. is uh, Mindhorn. Ooh. People didn't give this movie enough attention when it came out. It's Julian Barrett from The Mighty Boosh playing a TV detective who has to come out of being fat and unemployed <laughs> as an out-of-work actor to help the police track down oh, a serial this. killer or, like, somebody's... My Siri just went off. Sorry. No one asked. Yeah. Anyways. Shut up, Siri. Dumbass. Quit listening to us. Go back to Australia. That's racist. Anyways. <laughs> Australia's not a race. Go back to Australia. <laughs> I did like that movie. Yeah, that movie's hilarious. Julian Barrett's really good. Yeah. 
the serial killer doesn't know he's not actually a detective because he just thinks TV's real. Yeah. It's a it's a fun movie and just Julian Barrett has no fear. Yes, kind about of a, just making himself look like a schmuck. True. Kind of a fun weird mystery too, yeah, a little bit. Exactly. It's got that kind of almost clue sort of yeah. thing to it where you're like, this I'm interested in this mystery yeah. even though this movie is ridiculous, but I still want to know what's going on. Ooh. Yeah. ooh. It's like if it wasn't a, a British movie, it'd be sexy. <laughs> Very true, very true. But there's a lot of nice uh, eating scenes, I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with, on my movie, now both of these are, surprise, surprise, Hollywood comic book movies. They are both, my last two, are kind of at very, very different time periods. I don't know if most people know this about me, but in the 80s and into the 90s, there were a lot of parent-teacher conferences in which my parents were told that I was a good student, but that I constantly was told to do assignments and not draw the Ninja Turtles on things. And I thought that was fascist. And sometimes I would be told to do that, and then I would draw the shredder. And I'd be like, I drew the shredder. That's not the Ninja Turtles, you butts. And so, listen, I loved the Ninja Turtles, but particularly the crown jewel of all the Ninja Turtles stuff. To me is the original Steve Barron, 1989 TMNT, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Corey Feldman is one of the voices. Elias Codius as Casey Jones. I mean, it's kind of dark. It's kind of gritty, but it's fun as shit. You could show it to a kid. Every kid will love that movie. It's awesome. It's nuts. I don't know what to tell you. It's Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Baby Sam Rockwell. You want regular menthol. I mean, <laughs> I love that movie. I do. I wanted to join the Foot he Clan. Won the Oscar I wanted to for beat the, the shit movie. out of the Foot Clan. It was confusing. I adore the Ninja Turtles, but a lot of their stuff sucks, like those Michael Bay things. And this was this was it. This was like, if you want the Turtles thing, there it is. And also just watch it. Even if you don't have any nostalgia for it, I'd be very curious what your take is because I still think it stands up. I still think it's really well made and interesting. And all the Jim Henson creation costume stuff is really great. And the action sequences are fun as shit and mayhem. So TMNT also. And Eli- Elias Codius. Yes. What do you call him? Elias Codius? Did you say his name? Yeah. Oh, sorry. But I love him too. And he's, I love his long hair in it. Yeah. He's, he's kind of, fucking greasy as he's, shit. He is grungy as fuck. Yeah. I dig it. And it's great escapism. I'm going a little bit escapism on mine because just naturally I do that. But I think in times of trouble, I also do that. I double down. I double down on 11. So what's your last one for Netflix? Uh, my last one is not escapism. <laughs> but how could I really not recommend at least. One Greta Gerwig movie. Oh, of course. It's Francis Ha. I mean, it's great. I love this movie. It's it's so good. It's uh, directed by the dude who did uh, Marriage Story, so <laughs> you know it's a little depressing, but it's not that bad. Squid in the Whale. Yeah, I know. Right. I just wanted to bring up how much Marriage Story sucks. It, <laughs> it's depressing. It's sad. So this is the opposite of Marriage Story, yeah. because at the end of this movie, <laughs> you actually do feel good. Greta Gerwig plays Francis. She mm-hmm. is a... 29-year-old woman in New York who just can't keep up with life. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. And she tries and, you know. It's fun, though. And after you watch this movie, I hope you realize, not you, I know I'm pointing at you. I'm doing that fucking. <laughs> I'm fine with it. You find her. You're, you find you're her. Doing your you Harrison, find that man. You're doing your Harrison Ford yeah. acting where you um, point at people. <laughs> you produce it. You produce this show. Um, sorry. If you watch this movie, yeah. hopefully people who've never seen it before realize who their person across the room is. Yeah. And you know, that's it. Just find your person across the room. That's all you need. It's great. 
I love that movie. It's really well written. I agree with you. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. My last one is the ultimate escapism, but also I adore it. I know I'm a big nerd for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, particularly the last couple of years of it. The Russo brothers have done an amazing job on Netflix still for a little while longer before it goes to Disney Plus. There is Avengers Infinity War, the first half of the Avengers opus that became two of the highest grossing movies of all time. And in these dark times, you shouldn't embarrass yourself in front of the wizards. (laughs) When Thanos and them come, you should stand up to them. You should. It's a good life lesson. Even if the government tells you you're fucked and you're bad, Captain America, you go underground and you come back to save the galaxy from Thanos. It doesn't matter if they cut your hair, Thor, okay? You still... Have to let's try. Be, let's be honest. Yeah. He looks fucking great with the show. He hair. looks great. He really does. Yeah. He really does. I mean, it's just, and all the pieces come together. They manage to weave everything together into this amazing thing where all these movies with all these characters all ignite into this insane thing. Josh Brolin gets to be maybe the coolest bad guy in the history of cinema. It's insane. It's, it's Avengers Infinity War. And I think there's also an element where I think Infinity War, you can watch without having seen other stuff. I know it's- That's ma- how I saw it. It's mayhem, but you love it. I do. Yeah, and true escapism, but also strangely timely in terms of it just be brave in the face of suck. There's always a way to fight back. There's always a way to do it. Always. I think that's it for our Netflix. Thanks for coming to Office Hours. Check those out. We're going to have a bunch more of these. We'll have a bunch more recommendations for- some different streaming services, our corporate overlords, give us money. That was a subtle hint to give us money. Also, not you guys, just the corporate overlords, but you guys, if you could rate, review us, subscribe, all that kind of stuff, tell your friends. We love you guys, truly. Instagram, Facebook, yes, website, check out, check out our SoundCloud, Instagram. Nick is crushing the Instagram. It's amazing. Spotify. Yes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Oh, we're on Twitch now. We're on Twitch. We've got a Twitch coming up. Our YouTube will be up soon, so you can check all that stuff out. But yeah, we'll have a lot of new um, recommendations, and we'll probably be doing these as long as the Wolfman disease runs. So we'll be trying to put these out as much as possible. But Office Hours is also just a new regular thing. Fuck yeah. Blockbuster Film School has not given up. We are going to fight back against the forces of darkness as much as we can as podcasters. So, all right. I love you guys. Have a good time in your house. Do drugs. Do whatever you want. I will see you soon.